Hey, welcome to the show. This is Rick Will Cut You. My name is Rick Morgan, uh, the host of the show and the owner of Echo Alley Barbershop, the show where we interview people I've given haircuts to. And I'm here with my uh, sidekick, Keelan Jameson. He's back. And we are, what is going on right now? Oh, uh, August 2nd. Don't forget, it's a couple weeks away. We're doing the live Rick Will Cut You podcast at Fretboard Brewery. Monday night, August 2nd, 7 p.m. Fretboard Brewery in Blue Ash, Ohio. Be there. Or be square. Kyle Gordon of TikTok fame will be there. Flying in from New York City, so come meet Kyle. Watch him be a funny, silly guy on stage. He's wacky. It's going to be great. Keelan's going to be there. You guys can ask Keelan about. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure you guys have many, many questions for him after listening to him on the show. So come get your photo taken with Kyle and Keelan, and uh, yeah, ask them whatever you want. Can they ask you? Kyle said he'll answer any question. Can they ask you questions? They can ask me questions too, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just want to make sure. I have a feeling most of the questions will be for Kyle and yourself, though. I mean, you must. I, I don't know. Oh, my God. God. Keelan's been smoking too much Delta 8. It helps. It doesn't help. So, Keelan, we try to record a podcast. What is tonight? It is Tuesday. Tuesday night. We're actually watching the All-Star game right now. Uh, and the All-Star game is kind of bullshit this year because the players are not wearing... When they're batting, they're not wearing the helmet of their team. So, you can't even tell what team they're on. Yeah. Like, they're not even, like, wearing... Historically, they always wear their helmet. Yeah, and they're not even, like... Yeah, they're also not even wearing, like, when they're on the field, like, their respective team's hats, right? Because that, that used to be... I think they were. Were they not? I don't think so. Like, they're all blue, so maybe, like... Maybe there's an... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's an insignia there. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I'm a fool. But... But the jerseys are also just very annoying. No, but they're they are different though. That's not their. It's it's a blue hat with their insignia yeah, on it. But that's yeah. very small. They're all the same color. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I want, I want to see it stick out. Yeah, I like, want to see you rep your team hard. I want to see if this is the end of individualism, and this is the big, this is one of the thing. What this is how they, you know, this is the beginning of communism. You should be happy about this, Keelan. I'm, I'm not happy about it. It's this. all about community. No, you're not an individual. You, you can't even be on a, an individual team anymore. There are no more teams in baseball. It's just the MLB. How does that make you feel you, you as a know, communist? Okay, you want to know what I really think? I think what? we should get rid of interleague play. Why? <laughs> like, American League, National League teams shouldn't play each other anymore. You want to go back to the Negro Leagues, don't you? No. Hope not. Yeah, I, that's awful. What do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> why shouldn't American League and National Leagues play each other? I, because I, I would first it would and make no sense. more Hispanics. <laughs> I did not say that. No, you didn't say it, but 
Go ahead. You didn't say not. You still haven't said not to do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. There we go. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So it would make the All-Star game like way more interesting. Well, how many they how many interleague games do they even have? They don't have that many. Yeah. They don't like play 30. They play four teams for like one series each. That's it. Yeah. I don't care for it. They don't get they don't know any of the pitchers or players or yeah. Okay. You're a real traditionalist. Yeah, I really I really am. Keelan loves segregation. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. No, you no. are from Cincinnati, aren't you? Oh gosh, do you do you remember the movie Forty Two? Well, they God, they had such a great opportunity to make a good movie, and they made such a stinker of a movie. I felt like, did you like it? I thought it was okay. There was a couple really powerful scenes, but yeah. I feel like they just missed the mark. I don't know. Yeah, like there was there was a couple really powerful scenes where they showed like him being like how horrible it was for him as a player. Mm-hmm. Like other coaches harassing him during the game and no one doing anything about it, but I felt like there should have been more of that. Yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say about well, the movie? I mean, I was gonna bring up like, oh, here's the scene where we're in Cincinnati, and then that was that was one of the powerful yeah, scenes. Yeah, and was, everyone was so terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just like, oh, here's a. Uh, one of the here's one of the in- instances of racism against Jackie Robinson from Cincinnati, Cincinnati Ohio. Yeah. yeah, watch out for Cincinnati. Uh, uh, yeah, true. I have uh, friends from Columbus and from uh, Youngstown, and they're like, "Oh, Cincinnati, fucking racist." <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's like a it's a stereotype of Cincinnati. Is it really? A lot of people think it's like the most racist part of Ohio. So how are we going to combat mean, that, Keelan? I, I don't know. How are me and you going to combat that with this podcast? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Well, we need to have Kwame on. Yeah, we got to get Kwame on. Yeah. Yeah, I've cut his hair, so. <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't that? We know a black guy. Yeah, we got one. We have a black friend. <laughs> his name is Kwame. He doesn't care for me. Yeah. Does he care? I don't know. I felt like he never liked me. I, I mean, you just told him to do something, so therefore he doesn't like you. <laughs> oh, he worked. Yeah, we, he was a bar back at the bar. I was a bartender, and I'd be like, can you get me ice? And he hated my guts. Yeah. It's like so sorry to, uh, to ask you to ask you to do to ask you to do your job <laughs> that you're getting paid for. But uh, I need ice, so can you please go get me some Kwame? Thank you. I it's you know it's probably. Since Cincinnati is literally like on the border of Kentucky, obviously, it, yeah. I Keelan, mean, Keelan, obviously, yes. Oh, well, yeah. But, hey, we're in Kentucky now, so yeah. I mean, you know, you gotta love the bluegrass state, love the Cove, but yeah, that's the reputation. I don't know if it's necessarily true; it's just the reputation. That's all I was saying. Yeah, yeah. For better or worse. Well, I guess it's for worse. Uh, that just reminded me. So, like in college, I took a, like a multicultural class or something like that. I don't even remember the title. I don't even remember why I even took the class. I'm pretty sure I didn't even need to take it. Yeah. But um, but we watched this video that was all about accents around America, mm-hmm. and I remember 
when it came to they showed like this like woman and you could tell she was like of like like you know like lower class and and so on how did they display that she was lower class i mean it's like don't make me <laughs> what i'm just asking a question just answer yeah, that. i'm just it, asking a question it, Caitlin. come yeah. on well it's just like the surrounding area didn't look good it just it, it's run and down she and she also had like a very much like a like a like her accent was very like southern like you know okay what I mean? and then i'm wondering oh god who, where is she from and then it pops up Cincinnati, Ohio, yeah. and I about like, are you shitting me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I always thought people in Cincinnati didn't have any kind of accent at all. And Older then, people do. Well, yeah. What like, happened to that generation? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, like, like I, I mean, like, I know people do out here. I mean, when I moved yeah. to Michigan, when I was fifteen. That's the first time someone told me I had an accent. No, but I, f- I don't feel like I do. Well, maybe it's them who had the accent. They definitely had an accent up in Michigan. Are yeah, you kidding me? Yeah, they all sounded Canadian, yeah. Yeah. Sound like Bobby's world. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes hear a wash here and there. Or yeah. Winda, rough. And my grandfather says Warsh, and he says yeah. Crick. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He's from Madisonville. He's from the city. Yeah, my, so, my uh, dad grew up in around St. Bernard. And, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, where... Uh, Did he say Warsh and yeah, Crick, Warsh, too? Yeah, Warsh, Washington, Crick. Yeah. Uh, Hammock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably use the N-word a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> No, never. He was like him. only like a couple times. Actually, and he just said, "Never he, heard him say it." So, yeah, Keelan never heard his dad say anything racist except for one time. His dad pointed at an old black woman, and said, "Keelan, that woman right there is the N word." <laughs> when you see someone like that, you should try to hurt them. That's the only thing he ever said that was racist, though. Other than that, he was just some nice old man who said "warsh" and "crick" <laughs> from Saint Bernard. That was it. That was it. No. Keelan's dad wasn't racist. No. He never used that kind of language. That was a joke. <laughs> hey, uh, Keelan, um, I do have one bone to pick with you. Can you imagine what I'm going to say right now? What? Well, I, I don't know. Well, we try to record a podcast on Sunday. Yeah. Are, are you just going to scrap that? I think I'm good. I might. Okay. So we try to record a podcast. We were talking about Keelan's book from last week. And I can't remember how Delta 8 was brought up. I don't. I don't remember how it was brought up. But you have been. How long have you been smoking Delta 8 for? Two weeks. Two weeks. Has it been longer than two weeks? Be honest. It's like two to three weeks. I don't know. I think it's. I think you said a month. Not a month. We'll go back to the tape. Okay. But Go I think ahead. you've been smoking for at least a month. Have fun it's it's it. destroyed your brain. You don't even know how long you've been smoking <laughs> it for. Uh, and apparently this is this is an a legal substance. It's legal. You got yeah. it at a head shop or did you get it at a gas station? I got it at a smoke shop. Okay. And it was brought up. I said, do you have it on you? You pulled it out. 
So you keep two vapes in your pocket. Oh, don't make me sound like... And you were like, I was like, what does it do? It's like, oh, you don't get paranoid, blah, blah. And you kept being like, it rocks, it rocks. Delta 8 rocks. Because it does rock. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I said, okay, give me that thing. I'm going to take a puff because I figured it would just be like like CBD, like Mm -hmm. a CBD gummy or something like that. Like I wouldn't feel anything at all. And the worst... I would get, most I would get would be like a little bit of head buzz, like I smoked tobacco or something. It absolutely ruined my life. Uh, I don't even know what kind of it was like rat poison. It was terrible. I don't even know. You don't even know what that was. I mean, I smoked it, but uh, we had to stop recording and I had to like go for a walk to calm down because I couldn't talk. Yeah, I mean. I didn't feel normal for 24 hours. Yeah, they say that sometimes that happens for people. Did they say that? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. I did. I forgot. Like, I didn't think it would do anything to you because, like, normally it would take, it takes me, like, a few puffs for it to do anything. Yeah. So, like, that's why I was like, oh, well, like, that one hit Rick took, that's not going to do anything. If anything, like, exactly how you described it was terrible. It was, and I can't believe that you're puffing on that thing every day. And when, earlier I said Keelan doesn't smoke weed because everyone asked, how much weed does that guy smoke? Yeah. I said none. Uh, he does something much worse. <laughs> it's he's a, not He's worse. a junkie. And this explains your personality <laughs> perfectly. You're a junkster. I'm not a junkster. You, I'm not you're, a you've, junkster. Always, you've always had the energy of a junkster, so you decided to take up the lifestyle by smoking Delta 8. All I'm saying is my I don't have like any general anxiety anymore. But I, you know, you, you say that, but right now as you're saying that, you're holding your tobacco vape in your hand, and I've been noticing you've been smoking that a lot more. Yeah, I go through phases. I know. I think this the junk. You're in the junkster phase. I'm not in the junkster phase. Watch, I'll probably put this down like in a few days and not even touch it for how long? Like probably like a month. I go through phases. Why don't you just? challenge yourself right now no delta eight and no tobacco vape for one month starting right now you can leave your vape here <laughs> I'm serious leave it here come on i don't I and if you're a real if you're not a junkster you won't get you won't become a fiend and go buy another vape let's do it <laughs> how did this turn into an intervention i because because you got me to smoke delta eight you thought it was you told me it was nothing and then I was stoned. I was like, this was terrible. It was a nightmare. I wanted to kill you, but I couldn't move my body. <laughs> and yet it's we- like, how is this legal? Yeah, it's legal. It's insane. Uh, the sun was still up. I felt just like a dirt trash person. Like walking around Covington, <laughs> walking around Northern <laughs> Kentucky. Trying to calm myself down after smoking some gas station <laughs> synthetic weed. It's not synthetic weed. And then, <laughs> I mean, and Keelan's being like, it "Rocks, this fucking rocks, dude." It does. Rock. It does rock. It does. Listen to you, you fucking junkster. I'm not Junkie. a junkster. How you described it was, it's like, <clears throat> oh, I'm back in college now. Just walking around. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. Like, with sunglasses. 
Yeah, like I have to put sunglasses on. The sun's too bright. I don't even to see what I look like. I feel like trash. <clears throat> so if anyone's listening, this is, you know, don't smoke. Don't smoke anything you get at a head shop or at a gas station. I don't even think. Stay you away from Delta it. 8. I don't even think you can get it at a gas station, oddly enough. Oh. Yeah. Then that's the real crime. <laughs> yeah, because everywhere that I've seen it, I haven't run across it at a gas station ever. It's always at like a smoke shop. And to be fair, I'm not a drug person. So, you know, if you're a drug person, go ahead and maybe you'll handle Delta 8 a lot better. But Keelan claims to not be, but <laughs> we know the truth now. Uh, so Delta Eight. Um, what else do we? What else is on the <laughs> the docket for tonight? I really just wanted to confront you about Delta Eight. Yeah, just uh, put it. On oh, the- you know what? What? <clears throat> What's coming out Friday? Friday. Do you know? Friday. I don't know. I can't think. A big blockbuster. Space Jam 2. Oh, yes. So Space Jam 2 is coming out Friday starring LeBron LeBron James. Are you Um, excited? uh, I am excited for Space Jam 2. I love the original Space Jam. I saw it in theaters with my dad and my brother. And I still remember, you know, it's one of those experiences. Like, I remember being in the theater for it. Yeah. I... But, but... Why I'm worried about... So we talked about how you're an author, right? Yeah, yeah. Keelan, I think you know this. Some people listening might know. I'm also a writer. Are you? Yeah, I'm a... You know, but screenplays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm great at coming up with ideas for screenplays. Now, this is an idea. This is my screenplay I have. uh, And I worried because the whole point of this screenplay was that it would come out before space jam 2 okay okay and it's called space jam 3 okay okay and in the space jam 3 have i told you about this no i really haven't no okay good perfect you're perfect audience okay let me know what you think so i think it could come out after space jam 2 but i wanted it to come out before space jam 2 I feel like if Space Jam 3 came out before, everyone would be like, hmm, Space Jam 3, Space Jam 2 doesn't even exist yet. I got to see this movie, you know? Yeah. And they would have to see it. That would put butts in the seats. That puts asses in the seats, asses in the stands. Um, so it's starring LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Space Jam 3. Space Jam 3 stars LeBron James. Okay. And in Space Jam 3, in this universe, Space Jam 2 had already come out. Right, starring Le- LeBron James, and it was a total flop. Mm-hmm. Commercially, critically, it got panned. Everyone hated it. Everyone's like, "You've ruined the Space Jam franchise. They can never do another Space Jam now." Thanks to LeBron, LeBron James, and uh, so that happened in this universe. So LeBron is trying to put the the forget about the failures of Space Jam 2 and just focus on basketball, right? Mm -hmm. But while that's going on, there's been a new commissioner of the NBA. 
this new commissioner has an agenda mm-hmm. and he wants to push LeBron James out of basketball. He thinks he's gotten too much attention for too long. And, you know, there's some young guy, hot shot, who's like, you know, the next big thing, a fictional character, mm-hmm. who he wants to like kind of pass the torch onto, like, this is the next king, you know? This is the next face of the NBA. And the only way we can make him the face is if we get rid of LeBron James because LeBron has too much of a fans. The fans love LeBron, mm-hmm. you know? So he devises this, the new commissioner hatches this plan to get LeBron out of the NBA and he uh, makes a new rule where you had to have at least one year of college to be in the NBA. So if you haven't played at least one year of college, you're out. Because that was, when did they change that rule? LeBron was like one of the it last was, people to be. I think it was literally like right after LeBron. It was like right after LeBron. Like yeah. LeBron was like maybe one of the last guys to go right from high school to the NBA. Yeah, because like Kevin Durant, I remember, was like, was like drafted 2007, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And then, and he had to do a year in college. Yeah, yeah. So. So, yeah. So, basically, it's like LeBron, maybe there's one other dude. I don't even know. Yeah. So LeBron, yeah. So LeBron. LeBron. So it's like, okay. So it's just like a fuck you to LeBron James to get him out of the league. And everyone goes along with it. And the other guys retire. And LeBron says, fuck you. I'll go back to college for a year. (laughs) So it's LeBron. It's like back to school. Yeah. Slash Space Jam. The Space Jam thing comes into play. So LeBron goes back to some school. It's got to be a fictional college too, right? Yeah. I can't, I don't, you know, I don't want to be like, he'd go Ohio state. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. (laughs) So I wanted to be like some like bullshit shitty college that he visited as a joke Mm -hmm. when he was in high school because he knew he was going to go right to the NBA, like some like fake college outside of Akron or something like the Akron state community, whatever the fuck, you know, some bullshit like division three school or, you know, whatever. And, uh, would have to be a division one school. So that he could get to the tournament. Okay. That's a teaser. He's got they're going to the tournament. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So LeBron is out and now he's on this shitty college basketball team in Akron, Ohio, where he's from. And you know, there's all this media attention around it, and some of the players are like happy about it, but like there's like one really good player who like has a chance, maybe if he was if he had had the grades in high school or something like that, maybe he could have gone to like a Duke or like a UK or something, but he got maybe in some kind of weird trouble in high school. So he had to settle to go to this like shitty college, but he's actually a good, he's a talented young guy. He, he's he, he, too much Delta. He, yeah, he, he, yeah. he hit the Delta eight too much pen. And now he fucked up his senior year. So he had to be like walk on at the shitty college, but he's actually super talented and he resents LeBron for being there, mm-hmm. you know? So there's kind of like some friction between LeBron and this other guy. Um, And LeBron comes out. He just starts dominating, you know, like no mercy, blah, blah. Like, give me the ball. He's not passing it to anybody. But uh, over time, LeBron learns to help these guys out. He makes them better players. Okay. Yeah, what do you think about this so far, Keelan? Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. Are you intrigued? Yeah, I so he's I'm making legit yeah. intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're leaning forward in your chair. Yeah, as you would be if you were watching this on a screen and everyone listening. Yeah, they are too. So you know, 
LeBron and this guy, they ended up there's I haven't decided how it's going to happen yet, but there's going to be some kind of, you know, a big blow up conflict within the team and it makes LeBron change, it makes the other players change and they start playing like really good team basketball and LeBron like takes a step back. But because they got LeBron James are like winning every single game. They have a chance to go to the tournament for the first time in this college's career, the NCAA tournament. They win their conference. They end up uh, winning the conference tournament, whatever, going to the NCAA tournament, kicking ass in there, make it to the Final Four. In the Final Four, LeBron blows his knee out. He's done, right? He's pushing 40, and he's trying to do this to get back in the NBA one year, but now he's just blowing his knee out. And, you know, there's another whole half of basketball left. They're they're Man. down by three and they're playing uh they're playing the team that LeBron's son is on. Bronny. Bronny's on this team. Oh my and God. it's like it's like it's like, you know, LSU. It's like Bronny and Shaq's son are on the team. Yeah. And all these stud five star recruits. It's like there's no way we're gonna beat them without LeBron. But then they 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 learn what LeBron taught him taught them and they end up winning the game at the last second fireworks it's amazing they're going to the championship okay yeah and lebron decides he's done with basketball but he stays in college gets a degree and becomes professor becomes professor lebron professor lebron at that at that at that shitty school in akron shitty fictional school in akron and where 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 uh, the Space Jam comes into play is every once in a while LeBron will have a he'll have stress dreams and nightmares where like Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny are there and they tell him how he'll never be as good as Michael and he'll never be as good as Bugs Bunny and that he's ruined Space Jam and he'll never have six championships and blah 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 blah. So they also like those stress dreams hype him up to try to he really wants to win the NCAA championship with this crappy team. But all I could do is get him to the final four and he gets hurt. Boom. That's a block. I mean, I think that's yeah. a great, great sports movie right there. No, I, I'm 100% behind you. Right. With this. Mm -hmm. Have you like ever tried writing it down? Like, like writing it into a screenplay? I have a, I have a very strong outline. Okay. Not a strong outline. The outline you just heard, I have <laughs> written down. It's a very strong. It's very strong. Isn't that strong? So what do you say? What do you think? Yeah. Anything you want to add to that? I mean, I mean, I kind of like uh, there. There is like some parallel to the original Space Jam, where it's like you know it shows like the fledger the fledgering uh, career uh, movie career of LeBron James, and then like the Michael Jordan's fledgling baseball. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Um. And, and it will be like, you know, there'll be montages of like this yeah. evil commissioner, like reading the headlines of uh, or like, you know, checking his Twitter and seeing LeBron won another game with this team. And he's just like, ah, uh, damn it. I, I, I know you said it's going to be a new commissioner, but I, I still can't. I'm still imagining Adam Silver being. Yeah, like, fine. Adam well, Silver. Yeah, but it, well, it, Adam Silver just like, no, uh, like he's furious. And like he'll he goes to I think, oh, you know, what would be great if the new commissioner like meets up with LeBron's son, Bronny, before the game to try to give him like some kind of competitive advantage versus LeBron. 
Like, and Bronny, I don't know what it could be. Yeah, like like some way to cheat or something versus dad, and he and, and Bronny takes it because he's just he, a little he, brat. Oh, <laughs> do we ever like show see like flashbacks of like Bronny like dealing with being LeBron's son? Oh yeah, they're definitely. Need, they're, yeah. they're, I think maybe I don't know if LeBron would go for it if his son ends up being a villain. Well, not really like a villain. You can still have him. Uh, maybe, be maybe, maybe, maybe he's tempted, but then he doesn't go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a flashback to some kind of fight they had. You know. Yeah, like a. Yeah, like just going into a practice where it's just like he's. Where, where really you sympathize more with Bronny over LeBron. Yeah, exactly. With, with their relationship, mm-hmm. but yet. And this would be like whatever he presents him with is like a great opportunity for him to get back at his dad. Yeah. For the, you know. All the practices. All the practices where LeBron did something that he's learned to resent him for. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, I'm tired of Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, here's a coupon for all the, ta- all the free tacos you want. Ronnie, if you beat your dad, <laughs> you think that's what it would be? Um, I, I think it would have to be like, I really don't know. Like maybe something like with a love interest. <laughs> I I know, <laughs> like, like well, LeBron, like LeBron, like, like he's like, he's like, like the commissioner is like possessing this woman that LeBron is dating, even though LeBron has a wife. And it's like LeBron's side piece. And it's just like, she's yours. If you beat, if you do, if you do this to your father, if you like break your father's leg or something like that. Oh, yeah. I wasn't saying. You can have her. I wasn't saying LeBron had a mistress. I was saying more like, like, I I don't know. Like the commissioner is just like, look, why, why do you think all these basketball players are dating, um, Kardashians, yeah, Kardashians. Why you Why you think that is? Yeah. I did that. Do you want to date a Kardashian? Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we listen. The NBA have the exclusive rights to the Kardashians, <laughs> and if you and if you don't want to date one of the hottest, sexiest women ever to walk the earth, then fine. You know, let your dad beat you. Yeah. And don't cheat. But if you want to get Kendall Jenner. Yeah. If you want dibs on Kendall Jenner's uh, baby once she turns 18. Yeah, she's like 21 now. What about? um, They're all like 21 now. Okay. Kendall Jenner. If you want dibs on Kendall Jenner, you're going to have to. Do something with this taco and your dad. Yeah, you're gonna have to point. Just like uh, Karate Kid, his knee. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweep the leg. Mm-hmm. Tanya Harding. <laughs> It'd be great if what if Bronny had like a big goon like uh, Galuli's friend. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like LeBronny has to orchestrate like the knee bashing of his dad <laughs> the whole time Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan are just yeah, in LeBron's head <laughs> like you failed as a father too my god and then and then like Michael Jordan's just like I was a great father 
<laughs> my kids would always be loyal to me. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just Michael Jordan <laughs> making fun of LeBron James for not being as good of a father. My kids don't resent me. And, and But it would be like all the different Looney Tunes characters coming into saying a different uh, positive thing they did with their child their fake children that he couldn't do. <laughs> I always showed my child love unconditionally. God says this, Daffy Duck. Uh, now so <clears throat> is this mainly going to be like young basically college athletes? Yeah. So like so like those would be like the stars, you know how like the first one had like Larry Bird in there and Chuck and so on. Yeah. Well now college athletes can get paid, so yeah. That's right. So I have them be stars. Be the first college athletes in a movie since Blue Chips. Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Hardaway. Have you ever seen Blue Chips? I don't think so. You call yourself a sports fan. Oh my god. I am a sports Nick fan. Nick Nolte. Head coach. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. He starts paying recruits. He pays Anthony Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal and some white dude from Indiana to go be on their team. <laughs> some white dude. Yeah. It's a big country. I just want to play ball. I just want to play ball, coach. I'm just here to play ball. Oh, There's got to be one of those on the team, on the Acro team. I just want to play ball. Yeah. Like everyone's fighting. He goes, come on, guys. I just want to play ball. Oh. See, now everything that I had, I feel like this, like what could be like a two-hour movie is going to turn into like. Could be a miniseries. A miniseries. Yeah. Or Apple like, TV. Apple TV miniseries. Come on. We got LeBron James production company going to make this. So like shitty, shitty Akron Community College sack. Um, what if like they, what if it was like, yeah, he has to go to that school and then, but let's say like the basketball program was like canceled two years ago or something like that. So now he has to then recruit players. He's got to recruit players too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has to recruit a head coach as well. That could be good. That, that would be for the mini series. Yeah. 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 If we're having like a whole TV show, Space Jam three, the TV show, <laughs> that's going to be like multiple seasons. Like Ted, La- it's going to be like the next Ted Lasso. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lebr- that, that, I like that. So LeBron resurrects a, a dead uh, basketball program at a, very small college, fake college in Akron, Ohio. He, he gets Bobby Knight to coach. Bobby Knight's the coach. <laughs> oh, God. So I think we have two separate things. We have Space Jam through the movie, and then we yeah. have Space Jam through the miniseries, which is made like probably 10, 15 years after the movie comes out. Like the movie just becomes such a cult classic hit, mega hit, mm-hmm. that, you know, 20 years down the line, they're like, we need to make this a TV show. Yeah. And somebody else will just play LeBron James. It will be starring Bronny. Bronny will be the star of this. It'll be Bronny. <laughs> as LeBron James. As, yeah. As, Bronny as LeBron James in <laughs> 2020. Can, in the year 2020, <laughs> but it's made in 2040. Oh, and, God. Uh, so in 2040, there's going to be a mini series based off of the movie Space Jam 3 and LeBron. Bronny, LeBron Bronny James is going to be playing his dad, Bronny James, in 2020. But this time he's recruiting a college team. Yeah. And it has a Ted Lasso vibe. Oh, and then you get LeBron in classes? 
I mean, that's the that's I mean, that's so great. That's the beauty of Space Jam Three. It's yeah. back to school plus Space Jam. Yeah. Oh, so you get man. LeBron in classes. You know, LeBron dealing with professors. Maybe LeBron doesn't take class so seriously right away. Yeah. You know. Oh, he's oh my gosh, he's and then under- and then and then there's what 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 class do you think uh, g- gives him the light bulb moment where he's like, I do like to learn. Uh, it's probably going to be something like, like where he decides I'm going to put I'm going to put my glasses on Anatomy 101. Anatomy 101. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be something like that, or like sociology. Yeah, or like uh, American history of sp- like. Like sports, American <laughs> history of sports, sports is what you're about to say. So yeah, well, I, mean, that, that, I think that's perfect. The the uh, the the, uh, the, 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 the the class that makes LeBron interested in becoming a professor is the American history of sports, and and that's when he's like, wait a second, and he starts wearing glasses into yeah. that class and like taking it super seriously after like the professor gives him some fact about basketball he never did like. Did you know basketball was actually invented in Canada? And LeBron's like, shut the hell up. I didn't. That's bullshit. Did you know that the rules were like almost solidified? Did you know there was? Did you know? Did you know? LeBron. (laughs) Oh, yeah, LeBron. You think my class is a joke? Well, did you know this? There wasn't a three point line until 1978 (laughs) in the NBA. And LeBron goes. And the camera like zooms in on him and his eyes are bugging out of the face. He's like, shut the hell up. What is he saying the preview for? Uh, wait, what is he saying the preview for Space Jam Two? He goes, "What in the Matrix hell?" Yeah. <laughs> he says that, so he brings back his line from Matrix Two. He goes, "What the Matrix hell?" <laughs> he hears that there was a three-point line not till the end of the seventies or whatever the fuck it was, eighties. <laughs> it wasn't the Matrix hell. That's when everyone in the audience starts applauding. They're like, "Oh, we remember that from Space Jam Two. Even though this was supposed to come out before yeah, Space, Jam. Space Jam 2. But now, now, also, it's, now it has no chance. So now it's got to come out after. So, you know, it's we got to play. We got to play to the to the uh, classic lines from Space Jam 2 and Space Jam 3. So that's one of them we're going to bring in. What in the Matrix hell when he learns about the three point line? This, this is what. So we got, to, you know, I know you said you're excited for Space Jam 2. Yeah. We got a campaign against Space Jam Two. We got to make it a failure so that Space Jam Three can rise. I think it might not be good. Yeah, I don't honestly like. We probably don't even have to do anything. It will probably suck. I hope not because I want. I like to see good movies. I hope yeah. it's good. I hope so too. Yeah. I also so like this is actually a worry of mine that I have is I feel like. I mean, I I could probably just be wrong, but I feel like there is like a ten year range to where like space jam is like amazing for people like if you're like i'm in that range yeah yeah. you're in your that range i'm in that range and then like before or after that range it's like garbage you know what i mean yeah 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 because like my mom probably not a big fan of space jam yeah like so but but yet we just have that super nostalgia so then like that's what makes me like kind of really worried about space jam too because also i really don't like the fact that he's like a cartoon yeah what the hell yeah the whole point is it's lebron or it's michael jordan as michael jordan with cartoons yeah in the looney tunes universe yeah it hasn't come out yet so we don't know it looks like they bring the looney tunes in with computer animation Mm -hmm. you know bringing it into the year 2021 
Pixar style. And it looks like they do make him a cartoon briefly, which is, that is what, the, that's the biggest complaint I've heard from everybody. And that was one of my complaints too. Did Did you also hear like the other big complaint that everyone had? What? Like, was like. Danny DeVito's not in it? I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's a complaint. I get, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it is. But, um, but like, did you hear like all of, um, uh, like everyone complaining because like they, uh, I don't know how else to say this, but like desexualized Lola Bunny. They desexualized her? Yeah, as in like she's not like Cur- curvy anymore. Yeah. So like and apparently there was like a like a shit ton of complaints. I don't know. I didn't know sorry, I didn't notice the I yeah. I didn't notice the <laughs> the sexiness of the cartoon bunny in the first <laughs> the first go around, but I don't know. So I didn't notice anything in this preview. Yeah, like I didn't I was notice. like, wait, where are her fat tits? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that either, but like I've just been. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. I'm, In the first base jam, she had an obvious camel toe. <laughs> you don't even see that right now. Now it's just a cartoon bunny. Yeah, this just seems like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. What is this? A kid's movie? I'm supposed to be jacking off in the seats right now. <laughs> In the first one, they had a whole tentacle porn scene with Lola Bunny. <laughs> now it's it's she's just playing basketball. Where are the squid tentacles? Where Where are the Japanese men in the squids that were in the first Space Jam for me? For me and my dad and my brother when we were in (laughs) in the audience. My dad said, that's what making love is. (laughs) He said, that's how you truly make love. He said, you can't truly make love until there's a squid. (laughs) It's one of of my fond memories of my, my late great father. Yeah. It's him taking me to Space Jam and us watching Lola Bunny tentacle porn together in a, in a, a, a theater full of fathers and sons <laughs> and Michael Jordan. Did did you, uh, did y'all get like calamari right after? Keelan. <laughs> Keelan. Too far. Oh, that's too far. That's too far. <laughs> that's what did it. That's did it. That's Not the too tactical far. Yeah, Not... yeah. That is too much. Yeah, how dare I? Yeah. So yeah. So. Uh, so when we getting the script written? When will I get it written? How about this? When you fit, if you start wor- working on your book, I'll start work- working on the script. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. So did I tell you that I've also written screenplays? Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. I cannot wait to read them. Oh my if I can find I can for sure find like two short movies. Yeah. Short films that I wrote. But uh there's emphasis on short. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> well, like the reason why I wrote them is because like at the time I wanted to be like a filmmaker. Yeah. So like I was like, well, What's better practice than writing writing and making a short film? Yeah, for sure. Which I never fucking did. I never <laughs> made no. those films. But um uh but I wrote two actual like long uh like feature films. One I'm pretty sure is just lost the time. Mm-hmm. Well, one I could probably find. Okay. So sweet. Yeah. I look forward to reading it. Yeah. And I I look forward to making it with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no. Can it star uh, us? Can it star me and you? We'll play I, all the characters. I'll, I'll go like ahead. Eddie, like Eddie Murphy. 
we become Eddie Murphy. Yeah, like Eddie Murphy, you know, like and Norbit yeah. and you know Naughty Professor. Naughty Professor. He's all the characters will be like that. Coming to America. Coming to America. Coming to to America. I didn't see coming to America. Did he do? Like, I yeah, he did the he did the barbershop. I watched. I didn't finish it because it was what was it on like Netflix or HBO or Amazon? I think I saw it on. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish. It. I should have finished it, but it's hard to do those sequels and make them like actually interesting and fun to watch. You know, because yeah, this is like, like what, I think forty years later. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like over thirty years later, and. You're trying to do the same thing. Like I watched the barbershop scene, a couple of barbershop scenes. I feel like in there, uh, and then I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I can't keep watching. I don't know. I just got distracted. I never went back. To, I was like, I'll finish it later, and I just never did. Yeah, I feel like it would be like, let's get a Fast Times at Ridgemont High too. Yeah, like Which, that would also be probably hard to watch. Yeah, let's get Sean Penn back. Yeah, Sean Penn's <laughs> son now. You yeah. know, is the newer. <laughs> The grandson Spicoli. is the new Spicoli. <laughs> yeah, except for he's fucking smoking Delta Eight <laughs> in the fucking lot in the. But he's in still the bathroom. Wears, still wears Vans though. Yeah, he pours like Delta Eight oil all over the principal's salad. <laughs> gets him eyes. Like yeah, it. puts in the salad dressing and gets the principal stoned. Um. Uh, someone does. What else would happen in the Fast Times at Ridgemont High in 2021? Someone gets. Uh, buy a, get, get. Uh. Gotta think woke culture too. So like, let's see. Okay, so there's very the few things I remember about Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's Piccoli. Yeah, a lot of teenage boys trying to trying to get it. Um. Yeah. I also remember like. A creepy dude, like, having sex with, like, the 15-year-old girl. Yeah. And then, like, she got, like, an abortion. That's all I I don't even remember that. I got to rewatch. Yeah, because her brother took her to get the abortion. Her brother was Judd Nelson? Yeah. Is that the brother who worked at the the, fast food spot? Yeah, the Steak and Shake. Yeah, it was, like, a fish place. It wasn't, like, a Long John Silver's or something? Yeah. And and, and, um, And then, like, the... The fucking pool scene. Yeah. What happened in the pool scene again? Refresh my memory. Yeah, he's just like jacking off in the fucking bathroom. And then like he sees like his sister's friend at the pool. And then like he imagines her like taking her top off for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember the scene. I just wanted to. Oh, oh really? Is yeah, that. Describe <laughs> it. Wow. Wow. Keelan remembered that scene. All right. And Keelan also never forgets an abortion scene. It's one of his one of his one of his strengths. He put it. On, so <laughs> I imagine Keelan in a, in a job interview. It's like give me uh, give me one of your strengths and weaknesses. He's like one of my weaknesses is women. One of my strengths is I never forget an abortion. <laughs> never. I I don't even think I can name another movie where an abortion happens. In all honesty, I don't think I could. There's a whole movie about one, uh, Obvious Child. I haven't seen it. It's really good. Just check it out. Wasn't there like a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio about an abortion? Uh, Romeo and Juliet. No, they just killed themselves. <laughs> no. They it didn't was, murder any unborn. They Martin, didn't murder any unborn babies. I Keelan. think it was like a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. Yeah. Catch me if you can. 
Yeah, it's, it, no, was, no, it was she, catch no, me. It was because that girl had had an abortion. She had a story about having an abortion. She was like, what was her religion? Um, oh, God, it's not Catholic. It's, it's like some... Like just... Anyways, whatever, her parents made her get an abortion. Gotcha. And then, yeah. Or it was... Uh, what's her name? She had the braces in the movie, red hair. Super famous actress. She was on The Office. She was sold purses in like season one of The Office. Oh, uh, Amy Adams. Yeah. Amy Adams. Babe. Keelan. I mean, don't. She's more than just. I mean, she's more than just a hot body and face. Okay. She's actually, actually very talented actress. Well, till I see that Oscar. Didn't she get one for, uh, the master? I don't think so. I think she did. You better check your records, Keelan. Fine, she's at least nominated, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, she gets nominated like every year. Yeah. And then, hate. but never wins. Yeah, but all you think she is is hot? She's nominated for an Oscar every single year, Keelan. No, I'm not. You dirty pig. God. You're treating her just like any 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 actress who is smart and beautiful, you only care about their body, like Julia Louise Dreyfus. I know that she's smart and talented and yeah. funny. Yep. You're just like, I want to eat her butthole. <laughs> Those were your words from two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, we're just, yeah. Nominee, she's just a nominee for everything. You hear that? Keelan's not impressed. Yeah, not Keelan's impressed. not impressed. Going you know, scrolling through your phone. Yeah. Just a nominee. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just a nominee. Well, nothing's I, nothing special there. Now Portman has an Oscar. Yeah, Natalie Portman does. Yeah. God. How do you think she's probably a terrible to be around? Natalie Portman? Yes. No. Don't say that. I feel like no. I imagine she is a handful. I don't know. Oh man. That was like It's just a thought. I don't know why I think it. I mean, yeah, she went to like Harvard. She like Only the smartest people that have ever walked the earth went to Harvard. Well, no, I'm not saying it like that. Because, like, James Franco, I think, went to Harvard and was, like, awful as a student. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he he was, like, just... I don't know. I... I I feel like I gotta really watch what I say here since, like, James Franco is, like... I feel like he's gotten in trouble, like, twice now. Like, underage girls, right? Yeah. Like, before I say anything, but, like, I was going to say, though, like, I feel like if I was, like, an actor of, like, the caliber that, like, James Franco is, I'd probably be doing the same shit of, like, what going to, like, school is what I'm saying. Being, like, a from Like the guy from Weezer. Yeah, yeah. Like, just being a faux academic and, like, just being, like, yeah, I'm really fucking smart. Yeah, you would. And there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. But then, like... If you had all the money in the world and you didn't have any worries financially... And you only had to work. You could choose to work a few months a year or whatever they. I don't know. The actors do. What they're, you know. Yeah. Someone like on the A list actor like James Franco. Like, how often does he actually have to work? He probably doesn't ever have to work again if you want. You know. Oh yeah. In a million years. Fucking rich. Like, um. So yeah, I would do the same thing. Why not learn something yeah. new? I mean. But I would go for. I don't know. What would you do if what? you had if you had all the money in the world? Mm-hmm. You've already achieved all the kind of uh, success of your dreams. 
like James Franco probably dreamed of being a famous actor. Mm-hmm. He, he made it happen, right? He's an A-list actor. He hosted the Oscars. He is, I know everyone's hating on James Franco right now, but his, he should have been fucking nominated for an Oscar for his role in Pineapple Express. That is one of the most under-fucking-rated movies ever. I fucking love that movie. He was so fucking good in that. He was. He yeah, was a, he was awesome I, in that movie. I agree. I agree. He, why couldn't he be nominated for like Best Actor, Best I mean, Supporting Actor, uh, Pineapple got, Express? He got not nominated for 127 Hours. Yeah. So I'm just saying, he's he is a talented guy. If Is he a good guy? Doesn't seem like no. he is. Sounds like he might be a very bad guy. But... But anyways, so you say you've done that, like you did that with writing or whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Keelan, like you wrote three books and they all became New York Times bestsellers. Everyone, you know. I'm now Stephen King, baby. You're Stephen King. Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, you, you know, Keelan, Jameson, 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 King, King, King. They're just like, you know, one and the same. You're in the same book. It's like Coons, King, Keelan. Those are the three horror names everyone knows. Yeah. Okay, so you've accomplished that. You've made your millions. You're still a young man, like you know, like you're the age you are. You're five years older than you are now. Sure. It's all happened within. This is what's going to happen for you the next five years. Yeah. Especially if we make that short film, one where you start that the Eddie Murphy style short film. But um, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, baby. But. Uh, what what do you go back to school for? Oh well, first thing for first things first, getting a master's in folklore. Master's in folklore. Yeah. What was your bachelor's in? English. What is folklore? Folklore. Uh, is that like just folk stories? Basically, like the folk stories of uh, America. Um, it would. I would probably like focus on America, but like also might like, you know, like I would probably like branch out. From I'd hope so. American folk stories, but yeah, like different from mythology, like folk stories to where it's like like Mothman. That's like the only thing I can think of. Yeah, like Mothman or like the Loveland Frog. You want to get your mo- you want to get your a master's, so you have all the money in the world. You could you could learn anything <laughs> to better society or to help people, and you're like. First things first, I get my master's in the Mothman well, stories, so in the fake Mothman stories, okay? I, I have an ongoing deal with a friend. Oh, I didn't realize you had a deal. So I'm, yeah. you know, the rest of society, of all of us that are struggling and dying of cancer and starvation, the rest of the world that, you know, doesn't, you know, doesn't have clean water in Flint, Michigan, uh, we, we'll wait. I didn't realize you had a deal with a friend to learn about the Mothman in a in an academic type of way that's something you couldn't just fucking watch on YouTube <laughs> or a but movie gotta, starring Richard Gere. But I gotta get my MA in folklore though. What's the deal? Is that the deal? You so have to get a, a master's the, in folklore deal, before you die? So if I get a master's in folklore, my friend has to become a Sikh. <laughs> <laughs> he made that fucking bet or deal or whatever with me. Like years ago, and I was like, "Buddy, out of everyone you know, you might actually do it." I'm the one who would be dumb enough to I, do it. I care so little about my life, dude. I actually might do that. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> you understand? I I understand that my life's a joke, like, Rick. Okay, like, and I, I'm enlightened. I know this life is meaningless. Like eighty percent of the like things I do is really just like 
or like it's just like to make four specific people laugh. Is that why you're going to barber school? No. Who's laughing no, about barber school? No, no, no. That's actually the better of my life. Okay. Yeah. What um gonna be You know what? What I said about I take it back. You need to get your masters. This guy <laughs> needs to become a Sikh. Yeah. Yeah. See, because first of all, how do you so, become how does one become a Sikh? Well, now it's what's like, the process? Well, now it's like you're now going to the Sikh temple. You now have to grow out. You can never cut your hair again. Yeah. You have to wear like a turban. Is he day. interested in becoming a Sikh actually? No, or? he's like an atheist. Okay. So he, he, he's an atheist who Will they take him if he's an atheist or will he just lie about it? He's just gonna it? have to lie. Okay. And hopefully he, No he, one finds out and listens to this podcast. Yeah. But like he has to become a Sikh. He has to wear like the turban. He can never shave his beard or anything ever again. And it's just how do I pass that up? No, nah, that's what I'm saying. You got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you get your, so you get, you're getting your masters in, <laughs> in folklore, in folklore, American folklore, yeah. a focus on American folklore, masters in folklore, focus on American. You dabbled with uh, Canadian folklore as well, Ukrainian folklore, Ukrainian folklore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's um, so so after so that, after that, what's your plan? Yeah, after two years of doing that, your plan. You're already you, everyone's saying you know, Keelan Coons. King. King. Keelan Coons King. Keelan KKK. King. You know KKK. <laughs> no, Horror movies. That. KKK. No, Keelan Coons King. Okay. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, this guy's from Cincinnati. You're like correct him. People would be like, uh, Coons King. Jameson. You're like, I prefer Keelan Coons King. Keelan. KKK. <laughs> That's something you would say I would in, this, say. in this universe where this happens. <laughs> um, and then probably at that point, like, so what I've, I have always stated is if I ever like came into like a large sum of money, like something like, like a ridiculous amount, like say I won like the lottery or something like that. Like first thing is like pay off all my friends' student debt. Yeah. Tight, first tight, thing. Tight. Um, second thing is like, is, uh, make sure like my mom has say, take care of your mom. Yeah. Take care of my mom, make sure she's good for life. And then like make, and then I would probably do something like put like 3 million in the bank and then just have an interest accrue. And then like, I would just live off the interest. Yeah. For, like, would you invest in any crypto? Uh, off the like the interest that I accrue, I probably use that to invest, and then like the rest would probably just be put into like either like projects, grants, or donations. You want to invest in the barbershop you work at? Yeah, I probably do that. Yeah, I probably like honestly. If you came up to me and be like, "Kieran, I need ten thousand dollars for this business idea," I'd be like, "Done." <laughs> like, all I'm getting is ten grand. How much did you win? I I I'm just like saying like imagine if I won the lottery. I'm just teasing. Yeah, man. yeah, but like. But that's what I would do, like yeah. in a serious note. And then, like as for like my actual livelihood, or like when. But I'm this like, is not a lottery situation. This is. Yeah, yeah. This if, is, Coons King. Keelan. Keelan Jameson, situation. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. Try to strive for like everything that I described to where it's like, you know, friends, family. Are good, and then like to where like I would never have to worry about money ever again by doing yeah. like, the interest thing. Um, and then, and then really try to do like grants and projects and stuff like okay. that. And then, but so you got your master's in folklore. Then what are you doing next? 
Uh, probably I would just be pursuing all my different hobbies and ideas that I've always wanted to do. I would probably be yeah. like music. Well, I guess the writing since that Coons King Keon, you know, the writing don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. And then like I mean I don't know, probably like try to do film and like try, yeah. and like like literally it would just be me doing hobbies. Yeah. Like just Would me, you would there be any charity work involved? Yeah. What kind of charity work is important to you? Um It would probably be something like uh, it. It would probably be something along the lines of like a lot of uh, community-based stuff. So, like, it would probably be something like food pantry, or okay. like community garden, or like, um, or even uh, a community garden's not going to save a lot of lives. Well, like, I mean, um. Unless that's something, if you're not interested in saving lives, that's okay. No, no, I am interested in saving lives. It's just the problem is it's like, it's like at the moment, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You, you know what I it's mean? A big, it's a big question. Yeah, that's a huge question. Like, what can you do to save lives? Yeah. Do some research. What I've always been, what I've heard uh, and through my research yeah, is that the, the to save the most lives, anyone who's listening to this, please correct me. Maybe I've heard incorrectly is to donate to malaria nets. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah and that, and that actually saves the most lives as opposed to even like donating to St. Jude or, uh, the Red Cross or something to donate to, uh, I can't remember the name of the organization that what, makes malaria nets well, and gives them out to whatever George Clooney's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Basically find George Clooney and he will tell you how to save the most lives. Yeah, and I would, and also like the water, one I've heard quite a lot of. Yeah, the water's a big deal too. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, something along those lines. So what would people you do? seem to need need water? Yeah. Well, we might have water wars in like twenty years. So who knows? Yeah, I'm. What do you think is going to happen with the water war, wars? Oh man, like. Do you think the people with the most money will be fine, and everyone else will be fucked? Yeah. That's what I imagine. Yeah, I mean, look at, <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, it, simply put, like, look at what happened to Texas when, like, the free, like the ice storms came in. Yeah. And, like, everyone lost electricity. People were dying, freezing to death. And it was like, oh, well, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just, like, one small, not one small, because I don't want to, like, diminish the impact that it had on people's yeah, yeah. lives and whatever. But, like. But, like, that's just, like, in a grand scheme of things, you know, because it's, like... It could be much, much, much bigger and worse than that. Yeah, because, like, I mean... Now, what what about you, Rick? Say you make this... You're flipping the tables on me, yeah, huh? Yeah, I am. Let me take a piss real fast, and then I'll okay. come back and answer your question. Hold okay. on. One second. Sorry about that, Keelan. What were you saying? All right. What's your question for me? All right, so say, like, similar situation... Uh, you make like a movie or whatever. You become like your own James Franco. But it would be yeah, become a podcast. Yeah. Next Joe Rogan. Yeah. Hundred yeah, so mil- hundred million dollars from Spotify. Two hundred million dollars from Spotify. Yeah. Do it for a couple of years. I go. I'm out. I'm out of the game. What what are, what are you asking me? What, so what, what would I go back to school for? Yeah. If do you go back to school or do you do something else? 
I don't have the same academic dreams as you. I think maybe because school was always such a pain in the ass for me because I'm very dyslexic. Mm-hmm. So I never really liked school. Um, I mean, who likes school? I mean, like, I get that sentiment a lot because, like, and usually a lot of times in the middle of a semester, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess, what do I have to say here? <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I'm supposed to say I do some nice charity work, right? Oh, no. I, like, I create a, a malaria net factory in Cincinnati, Ohio, where I, where underprivileged kids get to work there and make a living making these nets where they wouldn't otherwise. And then they're mentored by the supervisors there who I make sure specifically make sure they're not pedophiles beforehand so that the kids are safe. Cameras everywhere all the time monitored by police officers and FBI agents so that no funny business happens. Um, so, yeah. So I think I would, if I had all the, like all you know, I never had to worry about money again. I think I would want to go like, okay, I'm going to go live in another country for like six months and then go to a different country. For, you know what I mean? I would just like bounce around the world mm -hmm. and just, you know, meet people, experience new shit because I feel like I'm very, I'm not well-traveled at all. I was like lucky that I got to live in New York for four years and that was like, you know, I've never been international I'm 34. I've been to Windsor, Canada, across from the Detroit River. That's the only time I've been out of the USA. Uh, that's more than me. Yeah. Yeah, I've never left the US either. Yeah. So, you know, I went there so I could drink when I was 19. All my friends were 19. I was actually 18 still, and I had to use a fake ID in Canada. <laughs> and I used it at a casino. I got to gamble when I was 18. It was awesome. Um. Cause you had to be 19 then Canada to gamble. Yeah. So I would just, I would just go like travel the world, you know, it's like if I, if I was just doing all the selfish stuff I wanted to do, I would just go, you know, see all the shit I've never seen and try to experience it for like a long period of time, you know, like more than like going to Europe for two weeks or something. I'd be like, I'm going to go live there for, you know, as long as I feel like it. And then just go right from there to somewhere else. Just like live in Italy for like six months or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Live in Italy for six months. Live in Switzerland. Live in uh, live in Japan. Live yeah. in Australia. You know, come back and then just do a try to do a a a a, a, a YouTube channel that I would have you film. <laughs> And it would be me and you in a camper van. This is after I've done all my traveling around the world. Okay. It would be me and Keelan in a camper van. And it would be us visiting the heartland of America. Just like going to every every city in America. That's all it would be. Okay. The YouTube channel doing that. Billings, Montana. Here we are. Here we are. Billings, Montana. We made it. And we're seeing how many cities we can hit up in like the span of, you know, 18 months. Okay. Like a year and a half we go like, how, how many people, how many places can we see in the United States? This is after I've traveled the world yeah. for several years. 
go see that it. I'm getting meeting up with you at this point in this universe you haven't become the next coons or king okay and you're just a vape head <laughs> working in your barbershop vape head barely working in the barbershop you come in like one day a week and you give two haircuts and you just come in to like get a little bit of cash just to like buy some more delta eight <laughs> and i just go and this whole me me doing this whole you youtube there's actually there's no film in the camera keelan i just gave you an old iphone <laughs> and i just said film me because we're making this thing it's all just a, a a big ruse a plan to dry you out to save your life yeah so basically that's what i would do i would come back trick you into become into getting sober and uh, getting off the delta eight so that then i could save your life and then you could become the next stephen king coons Okay. And then and then that's where my story And that's where your story begins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there it all connects. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh it makes me feel good. Good. That I, I care about it, you. Yeah, it makes me happy that I'm in so many of your plans. Yeah. You're in my fantasies. Yeah. Like <laughs> like I'm in so many plans. I love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. It's great. So there you go. I'm gonna save your life. <laughs> See. Dear God, please let me be rich so that I can save Keelan. I need $200 million. (laughs) So I'm praying. Be quiet. (laughs) Dear Lord, I have worked somewhat hard. Not that hard, but you know, a lot of people have worked a lot harder than me, but you know, I've worked decently hard. There's been a few long nights, okay, in my life, a few. And let me tell you something, they were long. And I feel like if you put me in a position to make $200 million and let me travel the world, then I could save Keelan from his synthetic weed addiction. In your name, I pray for $200 million and to be healthy and for my family to have, and to have good things happen for my family and for everyone to be healthy and safe, and my nephew Max to have a good life and to be a, a starting power forward for the Cincinnati Bearcats someday. And he rejects Xavier offers him a, a full ride someday to be their starting power forward, but he rejects them and goes to the University of Cincinnati, wins an NCAA championship, and then gets drafted by the expansion team of the Cincinnati Royals. And then he plays for the Cincinnati Royals and Max, and I have so much money that I buy a box seat and I watch my nephew uh, with uh, my brother and sister-in-law and the rest of my family every every home game. And Max goes to the All-Star game and he wins a national championship. And it's the first national champ- NBA national championship for the Cincinnati Royals, the expansion team, ever. And they put a statue of my nephew, Max Morgan, out in front of the University of Cincinnati right next to the Oscar Robertson statue and they put one out of him in front of the arena the new arena built for the Cincinnati Royals please God in your name I pray amen thank you and I want to save Keelan too amen (laughs) so that's what I would do okay do you like that yeah I did okay I think I'm done good night okay good night